For the third time this week, we are coming to you not live. This is Will and Jordan back for a episode of Load the Box. We wanted to talk about some quarterbacks tonight. Um, quarterback is always a hot button topic in the Minneapolis, St. Paul, and surrounding areas and states because Kirk Cousins, as good as he is, as dad as he is, he's got a lot <laughs> of haters. He's also got a lot of fans. And um, some would say he's underachieved in Minnesota. Some would say he's done just fine. So we find ourselves at another crossroads after 2022, where you're looking at a good quarterback, you know, a four-time Pro Bowl quarterback. But, you know, objectively, the team has only won one playoff game since he's been here. Um, People are going to have a bad taste in their mouth from the Giants game on that last play. All those things. He's only got one year left on his contract. That's probably the most important thing, though, Jordan, because as good as Kirk's been, all these different things, he's getting into his mid-30s. He's got a $35 million contract and just one year left on it. So the Vikings are sort of at this inflection point where you can either extend him, which I just wrote an article on vikingsterritory.com arguing for why they should extend him by a very small margin, just a couple of years. But you could also let his contract play out one more year and go get the next quarterback of the future in the draft. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about some potential options for the Vikings to go get in the draft with their five picks as they sit today. So Jordan, who is the first quarterback kind of realistic here? We're not going to talk about CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, any of those guys. Tell me a realistic quarterback that you think the Vikings can and should pursue. I think that I want to preface everything I'm about to say with the following kind of save my hind end things. Uh, number one, none of these guys should be taken in the third round, second round, or first round. These are all like first round and later guys, I think. Um, number two, I made a statement last week, I think it was, about how like, yeah, this is, I, I think I said it about wide receivers. Like I said, like this isn't, you're going to hear people say this isn't a deep wide receiver class and that I thought it was. I thought there were a lot of good wide receivers. Um, for quarterbacks, there are four quarterbacks that are going to go in the top 10, and then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's Tanner McKee, and then there's the rest of the guys. But I do think there's some salvageable pouts, and so all of these guys, I'm assuming, we have extended cousins, and these guys, are, maybe we have a Russell Wilson in the making of a mid-round guy who really picks it up, can play with a good defense and, and, you know, a solid running back and yada, yada, all that stuff. So, um, first quarterback I want to talk about, because I think he is the most intriguing to me. Tell me if you've heard this one before on the load, the box channel out of BYU, the Brigham young guys, Jalen Hall. I absolutely love me some Jalen Hall. I think he throws, he doesn't have the same like crazy arm talent that Zach Wilson has, but I don't know. There's like two different types of arm talent. There's Josh Allen, just holy cow, did he just throw that ball 85 yards? And then there's like, you know, he whips the gloves when he, like, because he throws the ball so hard into a tight window. He's got that kind of arm talent, not necessarily the 85 yards. He's a smaller guy. He's quick. Uh, he He's not Lamar Jackson, but he he's mobile. Um, 
the issues with him are because he's a smaller guy, he kind of gets dinged up a little bit. He suffered with uh, some broken ribs last season, and he played through it. He's a tough SOB, but uh, you could tell he had broken ribs because a couple of times he threw that ball deep, it died, and it just fluttered up there and got picked off. Um, looked really bad against Notre Dame, which was a game I was actually – I watched from a hotel room in Minneapolis um, – uh, with my dad as you know before i went to see the vikings game but um i, I think jaron hall is he would be my number one guy that i want the vikings to go after so first first concern that a lot of vikings fans are probably going to say is he's going to get hurt a lot great who's the backup <laughs> Nick Mullins? i mean vikings fans have been like it or not spoiled kurt cousins has missed one meaningful game since he came here it was the you know week 17 game at Green Bay last season. He had yep. COVID. He missed one game. Every every other start that has mattered, he has started. So that's a that's just going to be something that Vikings fans are going to sneeze at a little bit. I will. I However, do want to. Okay. Uh, I, I want to rebut that quickly and just say, I think that some of the injury risk. It's not like he's constantly like Andrew Booth like put a big asterisk on him like he gets injured it's just when you're six foot one or six foot even and only about 200 210 pounds you're more likely to get dinged up also i don't see kevin o'connell calling a lot of uh, kevin o'connell calling let me enunciate uh, a lot of lead option for, for whoever the next quarterback is, I think that kind of gets phased out unless you have Lamar Jackson. So I think that that would be maybe be able to put to bed, but I, it's still, I mean, he's a smaller guy. Like, and so yeah. he would definitely have to loan the, the, Hey, how do you stay healthy? Coke? What's your secret? Like, cause yeah. cousins has, some, he's a, he's got some type of Holy Grail that he drinks from to stay healthy. Either that, or he's just, as he always says, you know, on the, on the Pat McAfee show, I guess I can't say always says, but he has always been absolutely strapped. Strapped. Anyways, uh, who is who is the upside comp for Jaron Hall, and who is the downside comp? The downside comp to me is so easy. It is Zach Wilson. It is you take the Brigham Young guy. He comes in and he just doesn't he just doesn't play well and he doesn't pick up the, you know, the speed of the NFL like you want him to. And all of a sudden he's an interception machine and he's missing guys that are streaking with 20 yards of separation. And he just doesn't throw it to him because he got ruined in a year because he was so bad. And like it, that's the downside is that like, there's I mean, a chance they, that happens. They even, they even both wear headbands. So there's, yep. there's another comp. Yep. So what's no. the upside then? The upside to me would have to be like, and I, I hate to do upside because like I always go to like the same like five guys, but like my God, it's like he has curly hair. He kind of has a mullet. Like sometimes I watch him play and I'm like, oh, that looks like a Patrick Mahomes type play. Well, like he's running around and he's kind of playing, you know, but Falve, if but Falve always made good decisions, um, both on and off the field, uh, he's just making these throws where like, He's on the move. He evades a sack. He gets out into space, and then he finds a guy 15, 20 yards down the field who's just wide open because he had so much time that he created himself. So I'm yeah. trying. I mean, Russell Wilson would probably be another good one who he's a little bit smaller, taken in the mid rounds. 
but that almost feels like a, a downside comp after the year that Ross Wilson had. But like, let's say prime Russell Wilson, yeah. where he was creating yeah. time and scrambling around before finally finding somebody. So I would say like Seattle, Ross Wilson would be yep. his, his upside and his downside would, would be Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach hey, Wilson. I mean, so. <laughs> if, if you're the Vikings, you would take Seattle Russell Wilson. I think, you know, the Russell Wilson view has been tainted by the Denver year, but we have to be honest with ourselves. He was a quarterback that you never wanted to face because he was an absolute pain in the you-know-what to defend because he just run around. Remember that playoff game, you know, the freezing game that where Blair Walsh missed the field goal? There was the snap over Wilson's head. He runs back, grabs the ball, somehow finds Tyler Lockett for like a 50-yard gain or something like that. Yep. It, was, it was the most maddening play I've probably ever watched as a Vikings fan. That's the kind of stuff that Russell Wilson did in his prime. So, yeah, if the Vikings got even Russell Wilson light, I think they'd be excited. So I think that it's so, definitely it, – it, it. you got to remember, I'm talking about, like, fifth and fourth round picks here. Like, yeah. I think the value is just so – like, you. I, I think you got to take one every year, like, with quarterbacks. That's kind of my opinion is you take somebody in the mid-rounds every year unless you take somebody high – that is like Pat Mahomes level. And then it's like, okay, well, we're not to, if Pat Mahomes gets injured, we're done. Like, you know, so we're going to put it all on him, but yeah. So tell me about someone that you just can't stand that you would be just distraught if the Vikings picked. It's easily Tano McKee and he's already been mocked to the Vikings two different times. And if they take Tano McKee, I'm going to jump off a bridge and that's for legal reasons, a joke, but like, my God, I don't understand why the NFL falls in love with six foot six statuesque quarterbacks. Like, I understand getting excited about Josh Allen because he had a cannon and he was so fast and he was a freak athlete and he was laying the truck stick down. Yeah, make him a top 10 pick. Tanner McKee, he has like those string bean legs he runs like a baby gazelle in that like it's awkward and like he is kind of fast but like not fast enough to like be a scrambler at the nfl level and i just like i don't know maybe it's because the system that he was running at stanford was not very good i like it's difficult for me to fall in love with a guy like tano mckee who his team wasn't very good in college and on top of that when i watch his tape it's a lot of just drop back passing and could he be good? I, in theory, yes, but I think he is a part of a dying breed of NFL quarterback um, of the pocket passo that is a strict pocket passo. I think his NFL comp, it's Jared Goff. I really, I think he is Jared Goff. He is like prototypical NFL quarterback that is kind of being phased out of the league, but can still win you some games. If the Vikings take Tano McKee, it clearly means they didn't extend Cousins because he's going in the late first or early second. So they're not going to spend that draft capital and then let him sit the bench for three seasons or something. So it would clearly mean Cousins is out the door. We might win some games with him. I think that we have the same discussions year after year that we have about Cousins, about how you can't win with this style of quarterback, especially once you have to pay him. I, I just don't love him. I don't love him. Well, and, and the reason why Cousins continues to at least, you know, cue the Kirk Wars, but work is that he's been productive. He's a veteran. He's smart. He's He puts in the work. He grinds. He's done this for so long that he's able to play at a very good to, you know, low-end elite level at times. Yeah. 
and just and that's not where the league is going though. So the reason Kirk Cousins works is because he's been doing it so well for so long. You're not gonna want to go get sort of a you know Jared Goff slash Kirk Cousins comp in a draft where you're looking ahead to the future of the NFL where it's you know mobile athletic quarterbacks who can make plays. Um, that's just it's just frankly think- not where you want to go. I think new NFL is the statue quarterbacks. Oh, and I hate to say this because Vikings fans have a sick fetish for Joe Burrow, but it's Joe Burrow in that you can call quarterback draw on third and six and he's fast mm-hmm. enough that he can go get it. You just don't yep. ask him to do that so much because he's better as a pure pocket passer. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think that's the future of like a pocket passer, if you will. And Tanner McKee does not have Joe Burrow's athleticism. And that's saying something because Joe Burrow is not some freakazoid athlete yeah. like Josh Allen is. So I just I just don't love him. I don't know. There's no electricity yeah. there. It's it I, I just not a fan. Not a fan we of him. Do, we don't need we don't need another quarterback that, you know, as much as I like Kirk Cousins, we don't need another Kirk Cousins. We need somebody who's gonna bring a new, you know, sort of flavor to the quarterback yeah. position. So Let's let's close this one down with one more quarterback that you're excited about. You know, if if Jaron Hall's not on the table, if you know, if the Vikings are let's just assume the Vikings don't trade any of their picks, even though I think we all we all kind of agree that there's gonna be some trading down and that Quasi's probably gonna accumulate more choices as the day goes on. Let's just assume, you know, they get to the fourth or the fifth round, they missed out on Jaron Hall, but they want to take a quarterback. Who do you, who would you like to see them take? I'm going to, I'm going to cheat because I have to talk about two guys and I'm going to try and condense both of them very quickly cuz I know we're over time. But I really am slowly starting to get the same feelings I had for Jalen Hurts about Max Duggan and it makes me sick to my stomach oh, no. cuz I didn't like Max Duggan all year and now I'm watching him. He just has like an, an intensity about him. And like this like passion for the game. And I think I told you this a while ago that like I watched his post game press conference after he lost the Pac-12 championship game and he was sobbing yep. because he yep. wanted to win a championship for this school, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm starting to fall in love with him. That's his upside comp is Jalen Holtz, a kind of mobile guy who can just power run the ball, uh, put his shoulder down and lay a truck sh- stick if he needs to. But also he does throw an NFL style ball in that he can throw the ball deep. He can put some zip on it. So he would need a lot of refinement. I don't hate it. Uh, there's a guy out of Houston whose name is Clayton Toon. Um, yep. I am a big fan of his. He has prototypical size. He's not Josh Allen athletic, but he's not Tano McKee slow. He does have the mobility. He has the pocket presence, which is a difficult thing to like really read. He gets out of sacks. He, you know, he does the right things in the pocket to get out of them. Um, And all of these guys, I should say, uh, they're not one first quarterbacks. They do. If they escape a sack, they immediately get their eyes back up and they look for the guy down the field, which I think is, you can't play in the NFL if you don't do that. No. Toon does that. He struggles a little bit with deep accuracy. Again, he would be a, a heavy project, but I trust Kevin O'Connell to take any of the guys that I just listed and turn them into, you know, take a lump of coal and, and crush it into a diamond. I'm really starting to love Max Duggan. It's getting unhealthy. Like it's, I've watched the tape a lot trying to just pick it apart. And I'm like, every time I'm like, oh yeah, he, this has been an awful game. The last drive of the game, he pulls some magic out of his hat. And I'm like, 
how do you not fall in love with this? How do you not fall in love with this kid? So I don't know. He might not even be there because Jerry Jones is liable to take him in like the second round because Jerry Jones is a madman at this point. But yeah. we'll see what happens. Those are my I mean, two guys, though. If uh, if Vikings fans remember, a Houston quarterback of your brought the Vikings to the NFC Championship game in 2017 by the name of Case Keenum. <laughs> yes, he did. So, you know, there, there's a little bit of... Uh, that was so different. Of... <laughs> I thought that the, f- the first time I watched his tape, I was like, Case, like, it does the, you know, oh, they both went to Houston. And I was like, Case Keenum was six foot even and was just throwing up prayer balls and like Clayton Toon is like six five and like he's a big guy and like they're just so different looking but I do love the it is fun trivia like so I mean so the last thing I'll say here and then I'll let you close us down uh for the week is you know if I'm a Vikings fan two things I'm okay if I'm a Vikings fan I am a Vikings (laughs) fan two things that I think I'm okay with as, as a fan, if the Vikings do decide to draft a quarterback one, I would like to see, you know, from my perspective, a short extension on cousins to give the next guy a little bit of runway. I'm not asking for a four year extension. I'm not asking to make Kirk cousins, a quarterback till he's 42 or anything ridiculous like that, but just a little bit of runway to give, whether it's a guy they draft this year or next year or the year after that, whatever, to be able to have time to develop under Cousins so that you don't have to chuck him into the fire right away. And, you know, even if Clayton Toon's a project or uh, Jaron Hall needs time to refine some things or um, I can't remember the other guy that you mentioned. Max but, Duggan. Uh, Max Duggan, yeah. He, he would be, I mean, if, if you're going to use the Jalen Hurts thing as a comp, that's almost a perfect comp because Hurts needed about a year and a half or so um, to kind of, you know, figure it out and yeah. look at him, look at him now. So obviously that there's no guarantee that that happens with whoever the Vikings take, but development years are fine. They're honestly preferable when it comes to some of these guys, you might not need the Aaron Rodgers three years of tutelage under Brett Favre, but if you give him a year, give him two years, there's, there's a ton of upside that can happen. Cause then you still have two or three years on their rookie contract to let them you know, show what they have. And so that's point number one, long way of saying I'm okay with the Vikings. If I'm a fan taking a sort of project, the other thing I want Minnesota to take a quarterback, whether it's this year or next to take one that has a higher level of athletic ability than we've had in Minnesota. You know, we've had Kirk cousins. We've had, you know, God bless him, Case Keenum and Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater and Sage Rosenfels and Gus You forgot, Barat, you forgot Matt Johnson, Castle. Matt Castle. Matt Castle. 40-year-old <laughs> Brett Favre. I mean, we've had, <laughs> we've had some decent quarterbacks over the last, you know, 15 years, but we haven't had a guy who can run around and extend a play, really. I mean, Favre sort of did, but he was, you know, geriatric at the time. So <laughs> I would love to see the Vikings sort of fully embrace the new era and take a step into the modern NFL and get a quarterback who can run around, extend plays, and, you know, even occasionally have, you know, games where he rushes for 50 yards. So... <laughs> That would be just sort of the dream scenario for for really any quarterback the Vikings pick. Jordan, I'll let you close us down. Final thoughts, sponsors, and all that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make sure that you shop Unified. Make sure that you follow the show on Twitter at LTB Vikings. Follow uh, my man Will at Will Bad Lose, uh, the best Twitter handle in all of football. I do want to say this really quickly. Uh, check out Vikings Territory and Popo PTSD and the Bad Loser blog. Had to get that in. Um, I want to say this really quickly. Um, I would not be shocked if the Vikings don't touch quarterback this year. But if they don't touch quarterback this year, I, next year, like I, I say this every season, and so it, it, it's not a thing, but like next year has to be the year then, right? Because yeah. Coke will be going into yeah. like 36, 37, and we'll – we're getting to a point where you can only hang on to Kirk Cousins so long. And are we really going to be one of those? Like, are we going to be the Giants who held on to Eli Manning probably two or three years too long? I would argue that was warranted because he bought you two Super Bowls. If Kirk yep. Cousins wins a Super Bowl, give him a 15-year contract and pay him until he's 50. I don't care. But, like, until he does that, we have to be talking about potentially replacing him. Um, I know I laid out guys that are, you know, maybe not the most exciting things in the world, and they might end up being practice squad XFL superstars for all we know. But I think that you get somebody in the building, you start having, you know, those conversations. Yeah. And if you don't do it this year, next year, it's like a trade up and take yeah. a, a blue chip guy because next year's quarterback class looks deep like deep deep and so i think it's going to be it's going to be exciting no matter what ends up happening um but you know we have a we didn't even talk about the super bowl this week uh really quickly do you have a super bowl pick just just i just want to on the yeah. record i gotta be frank i don't really care about the super bowl this year <laughs> i i will say um i'm gonna go kansas city i think patrick mahomes and his you know one-legged dog and pony show i think they're gonna pull it off i don't i don't think uh the eagles will be able to you know i i think the biggest thing the biggest weakness for the eagles is an inexperienced coach and an inexperienced quarterback yeah. everything else the eagles have a great roster great team hurts is a great player obviously but andy Reid, patrick mahomes i mean it's it's hard to bet against him it really is uh i'm going with the eagles because i think like the last seven or eight years the super bowl champion has beaten the minnesota vikings at some point and the chiefs didn't play us this year and the eagles did and the eagles beat us so i see that trend continuing and that's the only reason i'm picking them um thank you guys for staying sorry that we went late uh but you know thanks for tuning in and uh as always i'll go ahead and get out of your hell with a skull y'all <laughs>